listening to this week's Lefevre CFC podcast. Connect with us via our website, lefevrecfc.com, or our Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash lefevrecfc. We hope you enjoy this week's message. We're in the series of looking at why, and we're looking at um, why the church, why we do what we do, um, and this week we're looking at why missions. Um, and I thought, what a good place to start when looking at why, like, when I want to do a sermon, why, why don't I just Google I'll just Google it. Why, why missions? Why, why do people do missions? And I Googled it, and this was what came up. This was a pretty common trend that came up. We do missions. Um, we gain a new perspective. We learn valuable skills. We get cross-cultural um, exchange. We get out of our comfort zone, and we connect with God. And I'm reading this list, and I'm going, yeah, like, that's, that's a nice list. Like, I want all of that. Um, but if I'm really being honest and looking at that list, I, I kind of see a bit of a problem with this list. And this list is very I. I gain a new perspective. I learn valuable skills. I get cross-cultural exchange. I get out of my comfort zone. I connect more with God. And if I'm being honest, I don't think that that's really the reason behind missions. I feel like these are all great benefits that we get um, and great side effects and effects that we get out of missions. But I really don't think that this is the why. This isn't why we go out. Does that make sense? So that got me thinking, okay, well, if Googling isn't going to give me the answer, that means I need to actually like think and process and talk to God. I need to do work. So I, I did that. I sat down, started reflecting, reading my Bible. Why, why do we do missions? And what stuck out to me, two main reasons. First of all, um, the church as the bride. So we are described as the bride of Christ. Um, and the church is a bride that missions is an outworking of God's will. That actually says um, in the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, then Jesus came to them and said, All authority, oh, sorry, I, oh, I don't know if you can read that. All authority and in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age that Jesus actually told us to go. He commanded us to go. And us as a church, um, being one with Jesus, we, we follow in his will. And that's why we go out. And um, yeah, this is what Jesus has commanded us to do. And this is our role as our church of Jesus Christ to follow his command. Um, but I think about it more, more than just we're doing what he tells us to do. Because we're not exactly robots. Like, we, why, why is he telling us to go out? And I think it's, it's, we're following what he tells us to, but we're also following what he did. You read the Bible, as Jesus went out, he, he did lots of travel in his time. He went out and he actually ministered to a lot of people. So when we're following his command, we're following his command, we're also following what he physically did. We're following his example that he set. But I think there's more to it. I think that we see church as the family. We often, I mean, we are Christian family center. Family is a big part of us as a church. And I feel like that is both on a local setting, that we here in this room are a family, 
but it also means we are part of a much larger family that is much bigger than this four walls. And we have a, a role as a local church to go out and minister to our family, our family across the world, our family in the different nations. It says in, this verse got me, I, I, sorry, I probably should have done it, a bit of more contrast. It says in Romans 10, 13, 14, for everyone who calls on, my, on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And I feel like that, that verse really impacted me. It's like, how are our family members across the world supposed to um, join in in um, this, the love that Jesus has for them if they have not heard? And I feel like that compels me more to go out into missions. That's what's compelling me to take the step is that it's actually for Jesus' love. It's out of love that we go because we love the people of the world and we know that they won't, they won't know Jesus' love unless they hear it. And they hear it, who's going to tell them if not people going out and telling them? And that's what's really been playing on my heart is why, why am I doing this? Why am I going out? Because I have the love of Jesus Christ inside of me and I want to share that with people. I want to share that with my family across the globe. I want to share this love that I have inside of me. So God sends his people out to point others back to God so that they can participate in God's love as well. Because that's what we're doing on missions. When I go out, I'm not going out and going, hey guys, I'm Malachi, I'm this really cool guy. Look how far I've traveled. Instead, I'm going out to point them back to God. To go, I'm here because I know a really cool God. I'm here because I've got a God of love. And that's, that's why I'm doing it. Does that make sense? Are you still with me? Um, it's out of, out of love that I'm doing this. Awesome. So that's a little bit of the why. And really, if it boils down to it, it comes down to love. If you didn't really understand any of the first bit, that doesn't really matter. The why is love, that we love God and we love others and we want to share others in God's love. So that's the why. So now, I'm just going to talk a little bit about what I'm doing personally. So, for those who don't know, I'm going to take this year and I'm dedicating it to God um, and I'm going to do lots of travel. So, I'm going to three different continents, five different countries, starting in the Philippines. I leave on the 21st of March, which is like not that far away, which is a little bit, little bit scary, but that's okay. Um, so I leave, I go to the Philippines, I'm going to spend a month in the Philippines, and then I'm flying to PNG. I'm spending six weeks in PNG, and then I'm going to come back to Adelaide, and then I'm going to Uganda to spend some time with Jono, which would be awesome, and his family, and then I'm coming back again, and then I'm going to India and Nepal, and I'll be spending some time there, um, ministering to them people, those people. Um, so that's kind of like a really rough outline of like, my year is lots of travel out and then coming back and then traveling out and coming back and traveling out again. Um, but no, I'm really excited. And so at CFC together, the, um, when all the CFC churches came together, um, Pastor Trevor Murphy talked about God as the incredible strategist. Um, and looking at my trip and what's led up to my trip, I think that that's a really spot on description that God is an incredible strategist, that he is orchestrating everything in my life 
that has led up to this point. Um, you see, I didn't just wake up one morning and decide, you know what, I'm going to go on a really expensive, really great mission trip. I didn't just wake up and decide that. Instead, it was a whole bunch of events and a whole bunch of things that have happened in my life that had brought me to this point. So we're just going to take a quick um, stream through those different things. Um, the idea started um, many Christmases ago when I was like really young, um, talking to my auntie who lives in London. Um, and I was like, oh, when I finish year 12, I'm going to go to London. That was my, that was my thing. That was my goal, to, to meet her. Um, and then over time, um, that has changed and morphed and developed. Um, but that's where the idea started. And obviously, I think it was God planting a seed for travel initially. Um, and, um, and then for a brief period, that travel looked like a trip to Honolulu. Um, but, but then God moved me away from that. So for a very brief time, I think I was like, yeah, anyway, we're, we're not doing that. Um, but that's for a brief time. Um, but I think what really brought me, brought it away from just travel and into missions is actually this church, Lafayette CFC. Because um, I don't know, for those who are here last time I preached, I, talk about, I talked about adoption, into, it was a while ago, so you might not remember. It was adoption into God and how we've been adopted into Christ's family. And I talked specifically about how when we adopted into a family, we adopt their values and what they believe. And I think being born and raised in Lefevre CFC, I have adopted our church's values. Does that make sense? I think we all have that the more we spend as a family, as a church, we start to adopt our, our values, what we believe, what we care about. Um, and I think that Lefebvre CFC has a high value on missions. We always have, and we do still to this day. And I think that growing up in this culture of loving people and wanting to send people out has, has really stirred inside of me. We look at all the Philippines trips we've done with Paul and Dad. We look at um, the times where we do missions, of, uh, like love offerings and missions offering, and we as a church punch way, but like heavier than our weight. Is that the expression? Where we're a very generous church is what I'm saying. When it comes to missions, we give more abundantly because that's part of who we are. We look at when we have guests, guests um, missionaries come, and how much love we show for them. We as a church have a very strong call for missions. I think that growing up in this church, I have developed that, that culture for missions and wanting to go out. So, um, yeah, I've internalized the values. And so, that's when my heart kind of changed from wanting it to be a travel trip to wanting it to be missions. And then a few things kind of just lined up perfectly, like having Jeremy and the Steels come to the church. That was, I think, obviously God. And I think that obviously there was more to it than just, just me. I don't think Jeremy came just to the church for me specifically. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure there's more. But for me, having, having the Steels be here is a great witness, a great, um, I forgot the word, but basically their connections their involvement with missions has really shaped and formed my trip. I, was, like, I would have done missions if they hadn't arrived, but it's really taken form having Jeremy and the Steels here 
to develop it and guide it into the trope that it is. And working with Pathway to Missions. So a part of my trip is going to be, I'm going to be recording what I do, um, my, like, my itinerary, also how I feel, all of my um, thoughts and feelings, all my fears and all of that sort of stuff. And I'm going to create a bit of a, bit of a blueprint, a bit of an outline. And the idea is that future people through in the CRC can take the blueprint, take the outline, and then do something similar, go on a mission trip. I'm a bit like a guinea pig. We're going to see what works on me, um, and then we can adapt it for future people. So that's really exciting for me, that I can be, be the start of future people, future generations coming up and doing something just like I am, going out into the mission field. So that's part of what I'm doing. Um, and then, so that was a really great opportunity that arose. Another great opportunity that arose um, is having, um, I got the privilege of having um, received some funding from the CRC. Um, I applied for a scholarship and got some funding, which is incredible. And um, for the funding, I'm going to be writing down and conducting interviews about missions and young people in missions. So while I'm out there, I'm going to be interviewing people, talking to people, getting their stories, and I'm going to come back and I'm going to collate it into a report um, about young people in missions, what we as Australia can do better, what churches can do to equip young people into missions, how we can improve missions for other countries. Obviously, I'm not going to write all the answers. Like, I'm only an 18-year-old. Like, come on, I'm not going to, it's not really awesome. But it's just going to be my experience of what, of what I hear and how I think we can move forward in missions. So that's really exciting. And a big shout out to Pastor Alan. Pastor Alan is the one who, who from the start when I first raised about missions, he was the one who came up to me and said, the CRC have this scholarship. I think you'd be great. He was the one advocating for me. He was sending emails to the CRC. He was really um, leading that for me and I'm very blessed. Um, so I've got, I've got that with the CRC. And, and then I'll also come back and I'll present my findings to, to other people, whether that's to other youth groups, to other churches, to, to various people that I find, share my experience with missions, and hopefully encourage some future people um, to go into missions. Okay, I've got one minute. Okay, so um, while God has been coordinating my trip, and God has definitely been playing a role in everything lining up, there has also been a definite role for me to, like, I couldn't just sit back, my feet up, and let God coordinate it all for me. There's definitely times where I had to work really hard. I've been working, like, with my job. For those who don't know, I work at Lollipops. It's a bit of a hard job, bit of a bit of a slog some days. But I go because I want that money because I'm going to go on this trip. So I've been working really hard. Um, it, it is hard work, trust me. It's hard work working at Lollipops to get that money to go on this trip. I also think my parents have been an incredible part of this, um, supporting me um, in all that they've done. Um, because when I told, like, it's a bit stressful for them, knowing that their son's going to go on this, like, massive world trip. Um, so they've done an incredible job equipping me, um, getting me ready, getting me, like, all the things I need to get sorted, like my passport, insurance. Like, it, there's a lot that goes behind it. Um, and they've been right beside me, and still are, before I go. Um, so looking at this, I can see that God has been coordinating my trip. Um, and just quickly, like, um, my feelings about the trip right now. So 
it would be a total lie if I said right now, I am just 100% excited, I am so keen to go, I have no doubts, I have no insecurities, I have no nothing at all, and I'm 100% keen. Because the truth is, I am like just as scared as I am excited. I am, I'm really excited to see what God is going to do, but I'm also terrified. Like, I've never been away from my parents longer than a week. I've never been away from church longer than, like, so it's going to be scary. Um, and I'm a little bit, like, apprehensive, but I know that I am in God's hands. I know that ultimately that as long as I've got God right beside me, there's literally nothing this world can throw at me. Um, I got feelings like, oh, I feel like I'm really going to miss out on, on the stuff. Like, I'm going to see people's Instagrams and be like, oh, damn, I wish I was back in Australia going to that. Um, but I know that God is going to use me might have, like really mightily, and I'm really believing that. So I'm, I'm excited for what God's going to do. The two verses that have been with me, um, Psalm 6, I don't think I put them on. Um, Psalm 16, verse 8, And I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. And the second verse is 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. They said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Oh, amen, because there's a lot of weakness right now. Um, Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me. I know that going on this trip, it's not going to be in my strength, because I don't have a lot of that, but it's actually going to be in God's strength. And that's what's giving the comfort and the peace and the courage and the boldness to take that step and go out, knowing that it's actually God who's doing this. Um, and I'm just a passenger in God's, God's um, ministry. Um, so a key element of that is, as a church, I'm not just being like dropped off. Like I know that you guys are all right beside me, and... That's where I think the best way that um, I can ask for support is prayer. I think prayer is going to be awesome. Um, going overseas, hopping on that plane is going to be a bit scary, knowing that I'm leaving everything behind. But knowing that I have a, a church community right beside me, a church family behind me praying for me is going to be awesome. So that's what yeah, I'm really asking is that you guys as a church can really get behind me and pray over me. That would really be be how you can best support me as I'm over in different countries that I know that I've got family praying for me back here because prayer is a mighty weapon. Pray for wisdom, courage, peace, faith. Pray, pray for it all. Pray for it all. Um, I'll take it all. Um, and lastly, I just want to encourage the church that um, missions has been something that has been in my heart for a long time. Um, but I know that God, God has encourages all the church. And that missions isn't for a select few, um, for, for the missionaries. Um, that missions can be for all of us. And um, talking about local ministry, but also I think that there is a role for everyone in like, external missions. So like, um, be encouraged um, that if God is speaking to you to go along on a trip, but we've got lots of opportunities. Whether that's to the Philippines, to Alice Springs, there are actually lots of opportunities for us as a church to get involved with missions. Um, so yeah, pray and reflect over that. Awesome. I'm just going to close in prayer and then we'll, we'll carry on. Let's pray. Um, dear Lord, thank you that I am held in your hand. Thank you that um, you give me peace, you give me courage, you give me boldness. But you give that not just to me, you give that to our whole church community. The whole church has your spirit inside of them. So I pray that um, you start to speak to people about where they can be involved in missions whether that's small ministry, local ministry, global ministry, um, 
national ministry, that whatever that looks like, that you start to um, sow seeds, like the seeds that were sown in my life, start to sow seeds in the church community so they can continue to grow um, and develop because God, you are a um, master strategist and you work all things out for your will. In Jesus' name, amen.